Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are calling out situation ships. And a lot of you listening are probably quote quote in one right now. I hate to even say that. I'll explain why, but situation ships are a scam. They're a scam. They're not real. There's nothing romantic about it there's nothing special about it there's no commitment to it there's no title to it and why I say that like I don't like to say in one is because it gives the connotation it sounds like saying I'm in a relationship so when people are like oh I'm in a situationship you're almost convincing yourself that you're in something like you're in a ship And you're not like you're simply not on a ship. This episode is going to be like really tough love, really the thing that you need to hear, certainly not the thing that you want to hear. So if you are very sensitive and very Delulu, aka delusional, then you're going to hate this episode. You're not going to like this episode at all. But it is time we snap out of it. 
Some people really are delusional saying I'm in a situationship. Darling, you're in a relationship or you're single. You can't be in a situationship. It's giving 2008-2009 making your relationship status on Facebook. It's complicated. First of all, why did they even make that a relationship status? Thinking about it now, like, why were people putting it's complicated on their Facebook instead of like single, married, in a relationship? Like, people were straight up like, it's complicated with Victoria Alario. Like, what? <laughs> that is so bizarre. But that's honestly how I feel with these delusional people talking about being in a situationship they're thinking that it's complicated when it's not it's actually really clear it's actually really obvious there's quite literally nothing complicated about it you are in a relationship you are committed you are someone's partner and they are your partner in return or you are not the thing about situationships is that they are no different than what we've always known as friends with benefits or fuck buddies. It's literally a romanticized version of friends with benefits. Because you can have a legitimate friend that you sleep with. Like spend time with, eat with, hang out with, are in the same friend group, text a lot flirt a lot and you have sex and you're just not together you just don't want to be together you both don't want a relationship or you just don't have feelings enough for each other or it needs to be something really low-key whatever it might be like yeah friends with benefits and fuck buddies has legitimately existed since the beginning of time but then sometime you know in the past year maybe two years I don't know in the more recent days this situationship term came to be as a romanticized version of he doesn't want to be with me or she doesn't want to be with me they will not commit to me but they enjoy my time they love my attention they don't they don't like me they don't have feelings for me they don't want to be with me or commit to me but they love that I'm committed to them they love the attention that they get from me they love knowing that when they call I answer they love knowing that if they text me I come running so to me I think that realistically only the person who's more invested only the person who like has the feelings they are the ones who call it a situationship but the other person doesn't label it as anything. Like the person who calls you to come over, the person who hits you up when it's convenient for them, the person who has the upper hand in the relationship or whatever the fuck you want to call it, the person who has the upper hand does not call you their situationship. They don't call it anything. They consider themselves single and having options and playing the field and dating around and sleeping around and getting to know people not committing to anyone because there's no one significant that is that special that they really want to be with that they have an overabundance of feelings for or anything like that but the person on the other end who you know 
says how high when you say jump, they are calling it the situationship because the label makes it feel like something. Because labels make you think that there's more to something than there is. But if you were to remove the label altogether and describe what's happening between the two of you. So take the situation ship part off of it and literally just in black and white write down or describe, say out loud whatever the details. Ultimately what it comes down to is this is just a guy or a girl that you're sleeping with who will not give you what you truly want and will not commit to you so they give you an inch but you're taking a mile. Quite frankly, I think that you're giving them too much credit because like I said, they're giving you this little inch. I mean, maybe it is a little inch if you know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) hypothetically, metaphorically, they're giving you this little inch and by inch, I just mean time, attention, you know, text messages. And then you are like, oh, but you know, it's complicated. I don't know, we're, you know, we're, we're just seeing each other or whatever you think that it might be. Like, you really are giving that person too much credit when you even put that type of label on them. Because think about it, if you raised your standards, if you decided today that I require X, Y, and Z to have access to me, like you can't just call me or text me to come over anymore, I need to see X, Y, and Z in order to give you the green light like if you want to see me then you need to take me on a date you need to take me to dinner if you want to call me then it needs to be with intention with reason not just to call me in bullshit and waste time and ask me to come over at 11 p.m like you're calling me to have a conversation to get to know me better like if you actually set boundaries stuck to them establish them and raise your standards and set requirements not preferences requirements Would they try to meet them? Would they be open to meeting them? Would they say, well, you know, Victoria raised her standards and I really value Victoria and I really want to be with her. So I need to give her what she wants. No, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't say, well, then, uh, you know, I don't want this. I don't want a relationship. If I wanted a relationship, we would have been in one already. If you're going to put some standards in the way and some boundaries in the way then this isn't this isn't worth it for me because I'm not looking to do that right now I'm not looking for the commitment I don't want a relationship so I'm not going to meet your standards and also there's nothing wrong with deciding to raise your standards halfway through it's just that you can't put expectations on them to want to meet them because They've already made it clear that that's not what they're looking for. At least that's not what they're looking for with you. To be completely blunt and completely transparent, it might not even be that they don't want a relationship at all, but it's certainly that they don't want one with you because if they did, then you would be in a relationship right now. So there's nothing wrong with you deciding to raise your standards, deciding to set boundaries. It's never too late. It's just that you can't expect them to care. I always say that we are entitled to standards, but we are not entitled to expectations. I may have a podcast episode out about this already, but putting expectations on people, 
just ultimately sets you up for failure. It leads to constant disappointment. And it also doesn't really make sense because when you think about it, everyone has their own set of standards, set of boundaries, set of values, set of morals, right? And no one's is right versus anyone's being wrong. There's no like good or bad per se because it's just how people's brain works, how they think, how they feel, what they want, what they don't want, etc. So your boundaries and standards are yours and you're entitled to them. However, his boundaries and standards are his. And you guys might not be compatible in wanting the same things, in having the same beliefs. So you can't put your expectations on him or her to respect yours or to feel the same way about yours or to agree with yours or to want to meet yours or whatever because they might be in a completely different playing field that still technically isn't wrong because they are entitled to their own set of standards, boundaries, and all that kind of stuff. What I will say is that you need to make sure that you maintain yours, maintain your standards, maintain your boundaries. Of course, when it comes to serious, committed, healthy relationships, there's always going to be compromise. There's always going to be times where you do need to give and take a little bit. Everything is about partnership and helping each other out and being there for each other. Absolutely. However, however, in a case where you have standards or boundaries like I'm not spending time with you at the house anymore. You need to take me on a proper date if you want to spend time with me and so on and so forth. Don't bend those. Because if someone is literally telling you that they will not treat you with the respect of pursuing you and taking you on an actual date and that the only thing that you're deserving of for their time is, you know, hanging out at the house and having sex and you're putting a boundary around having sex in these like intimate moments, then obviously that you know that's a different situation that doesn't need compromise that's not a healthy relationship that is somebody just wanting to get what they want from you and not being willing to see you as anything more so you absolutely cannot lower your standards ever especially in these cases because what will happen is down the line you will be very 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 resentful towards that person because you are not compatible So it doesn't only have to be something as simple as about like sex or taking you on a date, but it could be something like they're really dismissive of you when you are emotional or when you're upset about something or where you're expressing yourself, expressing your feelings, sharing something that's really important to you, even if it seems really minor to them. And they're just really dismissive of it. And they're really bad at communicating with you and they just want nothing to do with the emotional capacity like they don't want to hold that space for you at all do not accept that do not lower your standards around that because while you might say right now maybe maybe i am you know overreacting a little bit or maybe they're right it's really not important maybe i maybe i am asking for too much maybe this isn't you know something that's serious while you're thinking that now and you're letting it go in the moment What happens in three months when there's something else that you want to talk about or six months or nine months or a year or the whole rest of your relationship or whatever it is when they just constantly dismiss you and they constantly make you feel 
like your your emotions are unimportant or just so minor and you're being so dramatic you're never going to feel like you could talk to them you're never going to feel like you can open up with them you're never going to feel like you have an emotional connection with them you're never going to feel like you can trust them you're never going to feel secure with them you're never going to feel safe with them this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Security and safety and all these things are extremely important to progress a relationship. And if they dismiss those things and make you feel stupid and silly and you start to be manipulated into agreeing with them and so in turn you lower your standards, down the line you will have so much resentment because you will not be on the same page. You will be wanting different things, valuing different things and sure they might be fine because they get what they want They also might not be fine because then you're going to constantly be fighting over something that they honestly were already honest with you about. That's how you know I'm originally from Staten Island where I got to put the word honestly in there. They were honestly honest with you about it. (laughs) 
like that, that that just i don't know if you guys know um eric d'alessandro but a few years ago he did like a stand he's a, a comic from staten island and a few years ago he was doing a stand-up show and he goes a girl from staten island will never lie to you never you will know that girls from staten island are always telling you the truth why because she starts every sentence like this honestly honestly that's what she said honestly that's what i did and it was just so funny obviously it's not funny while i'm saying it but it was so funny how he said it Staten island girls never lie i can tell you for a fact they never lie why because they always say honestly but anyway that's what i was just saying they honestly were honest with you about it because they literally told you from the beginning that this shit is not important to them and quite frankly that they don't care about your feelings but there are just so many different things so many different ways that your standards come into play and people do tend to lower them for someone simply because they don't want to lose them or because they really value them and they're just like okay well you know maybe maybe they're right maybe I do ask for too much or maybe I am you know dramatic or too emotional or whatever it might be actually you know what just came to my mind so I have been watching Vanderpump Rules for the first time ever I started to watch it because of this whole scandal situation so I've always known about Vanderpump Rules just because they become kind of celebrities but I don't watch any Bravo shows never watch the housewives nothing on Bravo but I've always known like Lala, Jax, Stassi and Brittany and then you know like whatever it like I just never watch the show I just know them because they are what they call them as Bravo liberties and so now this whole scandal thing happens with Tom Sandoval and Raquel and I don't know who these people are but I listen to the toast and they talk about it I see it all over Instagram I see it all over TikTok and so I'm like shit this is so juicy I think I want to watch it so I'm on season four episode 11 I believe so for the past couple weeks I've been watching and Tom Sandoval is I mean they're all honestly every guy on that show is terrible you couldn't pay me to be with Tom Sandoval Tom Schwartz or Jax Taylor I mean let's just get into this real quick Jax Taylor is wow scary sociopathic I mean he's a pathological liar he's a master manipulator he's a man child he's like 33 in season one and somehow increasingly gets worse I mean we're on season four and he's like 35 36 and I'm like wow you are still insane like I actually don't understand how it's even possible I've never seen someone lie so much convince themselves that their lies are true it's actually mind-blowing Tom Sandoval number two is dreadful dreadful I mean first of all I don't I don't care if people are gay or bi I truly don't care but there's no way that they're all believing that this man is 100% straight there's no way and if he comes out at some point I'd be like oh okay that makes complete sense not saying that there's anything wrong with it but the way that he is I'm just like there's there's no way there's simply no way and he is honestly just as bad as Jax. It is quite 
weird how like they really do frame it that like Jax is the main manipulator and liar but Tom is equally the biggest gaslighter I think I've ever seen in existence I mean him and Kristen cheating on each other back and forth whatever but the fact that they're fighting over whose cheating was justified and whose cheating was unjustified and who was right and who was wrong and oh but it was just this kiss oh but it was just that one time oh but it was years ago and you did it now like what I literally never heard of anything like that where people who both cheated on each other are actually mad at each other for doing the exact same thing and not to mention how does he get away with all of it because I just watched the whole thing with the girl from Miami. And so Tom and Ariana are dating right now. They just got together. Him and Kristen just broke up. And this girl from Miami came and is saying like that Tom had sex with her. Basically saying he cheated on Ariana with me. And he's literally saying, no, I didn't. And Ariana is like laughing along with Tom that this girl is crazy and psychotic. And like, oh my God, why is she coming here and saying that you had sex with her? And they're like laughing. And she's not even taking one thing that this girl said, seriously. I'm like, what? Like, what am I watching right now? The fact that this girl is literally saying, your man had sex with me. And she's like, no, he didn't. Like, I'm sorry, were you there? (laughs) What? Like, these girls just let him do whatever. And he gets away with whatever. And tells people his business. And then gets mad at them for telling his business to other people, but never holds himself accountable for doing the action. Like, I'm mad at you for telling so-and-so that I cheated on them. Okay, well then maybe you should not cheat on them. I don't know, just a thought. And ultimately, he's just the worst. Like, he's actually an insufferable human being. He is passionate about, what, everything? He talks about bartending and acting and singing and whatever the fuck else. Every single thing is his passion. Bruh, give it a fucking rest. I never seen such a, like, a wannabe in my life. And then the last one is Tom Schwartz, who has zero ambition zero dollars to his name quite frankly I don't even know how he just proposed to Katie and gave her a ring because he was literally saying that he hasn't had a real job in like nine years I mean again never seen anything like it with these guys they're all just the worst and I truly think that if you told me it's life or death And life would have to be dating one of the three guys. I really would choose death. Because I would just be... I'd rather put me out of my misery quickly. Instead of a slow painful death. As I spend every day of my life with one of those guys. Truthfully. I would would just be dying every single day. More and more. Slower and slower. Anyway. I just got into this whole rant about how terrible these guys are. However, the whole reason why I brought it up at all was because I think a couple episodes back, I think it was the eighth episode of season four, is Ariana's birthday. Ariana being Tom Sandoval's girlfriend. 
And she is telling him, practically begging and pleading for him to not go to Vegas because it's her birthday. And she has a really hard time with her birthday because her dad passed away and her birthday was very special to her dad. And every year she just shuts down on her birthday. It's really traumatizing. And all she wants is her boyfriend. And he tells her, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving you. When it comes to us, you will always have me. But they did plan for us to go on like monster trucks and crush things with the monster trucks. And it's just gonna be a once in a lifetime experience. So I have to go to Vegas. Huh? Huh? What the mother fuck did I just listen to? That's what I said when I thought he was kidding because he was legitimately getting like emotional with her and teary-eyed and hugging her and rubbing her arm. And this is what I call master manipulator, gaslighter, actor. When he and Kristen went through their like breakup conversation and he was sobbing like, I'm sorry. I just knew he was full of shit and acting like he wasn't like his emotional side didn't come out. He was acting. Kristen was like, finally, his emotional side came out. I was waiting for him to have this breakdown. No, 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 no. Don't flatter yourself. He was not truly emotional with you. That's not what happened. He was acting. And so that's what was happening here with Ariana. He's like consoling her and rubbing her arm. And you could just, there's no depth behind those eyes. Those eyes are just soulless and empty. And he's literally telling her that he would never leave her. And she will always be able to rely and depend on him. However, he would be going to Vegas during the most traumatizing time of her life. Because they were going to go on some monster trucks. I literally was like, bitch, there's no way. And does she stay with him? Yep. Yep. But now look, this whole scandal situation happened. Now granted, this whole thing that's happening right now is years later. I'm on season four. And they've only been together at this point for like a few months, maybe a year. But... In current time, they were together for nine years. So he cheated on her after nine years of being together, which he probably cheated on her millions of times. But the big cheating is what's happening right now, nine years into their relationship. So this is year one. Prime example of a woman lowering her standards for a man that she's simply not compatible with and is not going to get what she wants from him. It's not sustainable. These relationships will not be sustainable. They will not sustain themselves because you settle. Because she settled for a guy who could not connect with her emotionally. He couldn't get there with her in her most trying time. He couldn't be there for her. He tells her, he uses the words that you can rely on me and depend on me and I'm not going anywhere and it's always going to be us. So the words are his way of showing her the comfort. But his actions show he actually doesn't give a fuck because what she's begging you to do is to stay. So his way of validating her and reassuring her is telling her you don't have anything to worry about. But he's doing the opposite of what she just begged him to do which is to stay. 
and he's saying, I have to go to Vegas because we're going to go on these monster trucks. So she overlooked the reddest flag in the world, stayed with him, and even though I don't know what happens over the next eight years because I'm not up to it yet, I'm sure that she goes through a terrible time with him in their relationship. I mean, obviously, leading up to now, what's happening in real life is that he just cheated on her and had an affair for like eight months with her best friend. So, (laughs) but again, I don't know what the fuck these women are seeing in him. How is he getting these beautiful girls? It's so mind-blowing to me. But my point is, it's it actually is not shocking to me. Watching it now, watching the show, keep in mind, he him and Ariana got together in the first place because he cheated on Kristen with her. So he was with Kristen for six years, cheated on Kristen with Ariana, with no time in between, starts dating Ariana. So there was no like breakup with Kristen. And then like trial period, single period, and then him and Ariana hit it off. No, no, no. He, him and Kristen broke up and then he completely transitioned into a relationship with Ariana, who was like living with him, the whole thing. Like they were fully into the relationship together right away. Now, the girl from Miami comes, literally is saying to their faces that she had sex with Tom and Tom saying no I didn't so Ariana is already dismissing that he probably cheated on her from the jump with this girl from Miami I'm sure that there's more cheating along the way that we just don't know about but cheating aside he is showing that he is incapable of giving her the emotional space that she needs from a partner he is showing her despite what he's telling her that she actually can't rely on him and depend on him and then their relationship continues from there and here we are now that he is in an affair with one of her best friends who I'm pretty sure he is now in a relationship with I again I'm not caught up all the way I'm very far behind but from what I have seen is that the girl Raquel or Rachel whatever her name is that he had the affair with literally is saying like she said to the paparazzi and she said on an Instagram post like you know I just don't want to label us right now like we don't really know what we are yet like basically in other words you know playing it lightly saying that they're in a relationship like she's not saying he's my boyfriend but she's not saying like we made a mistake we fucked up and like we don't it was just an impulse no she's literally saying we have feelings for each other we love each other we want to be together but we're not putting a title or a label on anything right now just because it's a really hard situation yeah it is a really hard situation he literally had a nine-year girlfriend at the same time how could you put a label and call yourself his girlfriend when he has a girlfriend that that spot is already taken it's already spoken for like so not to say that Ariana's at, at fault for how him cheating on her you know obviously she's the victim in the situation but she did lower her standards and she did stay with him and what happened he showed her how low he can go he basically said lower those standards a little bit more let's see how much further I can go anyway Let me conclude that rant because 
I'm sure not all of you even watch Vanderpump Rules. I am very new to this community, but I think it's all relevant. But staying even more relevant onto the topic, I'm going to do a Dear Victoria segment where she is romanticizing a, you know what, situationship. So I'm not going to read the whole email, the whole submission, because no offense to the girl who submitted this, but she sent me way too long of an email. (laughs) It is a fucking novel, and I cannot read this whole thing, but you guys will get the gist of it. Like, she's basically explaining to me the whole start to finish of the situationship, everything that you guys go through. They go out, they hang out, they hook up, they send each other pictures, they do the whole thing, he flirts with her, so on and so forth, until... One day he ignored her, which this always happens where like they initiate these things and then get you to a point where you feel comfortable reaching out and then you finally reach out and then they don't answer. Like you started this, like now you're ignoring me. Anyway, so he ignored her. And so she then go, she then went ahead and said to him, you know, if you just want to stop doing this, then just tell me. So she says he responded and apologized saying that he was really busy but he thinks it actually would be a good idea if we stopped. He admitted that the boundaries were gray and apologized saying he wants to be friends but we were never really friends in the first place until this all started so I said that we can be cordial but we're not going to be be friends and he said that that was fair and that was perfectly fine. However, she goes on to say that she's upset he he ended things so abruptly and almost so coldly, like a robot or something. It also really annoys me because the way that he wrote it made it seem like I was the one who was in love with him when he was the one that initiated all the flirting, which confuses me because he didn't have to do all that. I kind of feel like I was used to boost his ego because he would always say he's insecure, but he liked knowing how much I want him. Let me just say something. We cannot flatter ourselves because they initiate the flirting. When they have the upper hand, they can do whatever they want. He knows that you liked him. Like you just said, he always would say he's insecure, but he liked knowing how much I want him. Like these are her words. He literally said he liked knowing how much I want him. So he knew how much you want him. He knew how much wanted him. He knew how much you liked him. So of course he can initiate flirting. Of course he can initiate sending sexy photos because he knows he's going to get what he wants. When he's in the mood to flirt with you, he will because he knows he's going to get it back. He knows he's going to get, you know, the desired outcome. If he wants sexy photos from you, He knows he can initiate this because he's going to get it back. It doesn't mean, oh, he's initiating it, so that must mean he likes me and wants to be with me. It just means that he is well aware how much you like and want him, so he's going to come to you to get exactly what you want. So, yes, I know that you're saying, like, it feel it's, I don't get it, I'm so confused and upset because it ended so abruptly, but he is the one who had the upper hand, so he is not the one that's as emotionally attached. Here's the thing. When someone has that upper hand and they know that they can get what they want from you, they will see how far they can go. So he could be taking you out. He could be hanging out with you. He could be sleeping over 
your house. You guys could be spending tons of time together. He could be so sweet to you. He could be so nice to you. But at the same time, he can also detach whenever you're ready to, to let it go because he's not as emotionally invested or emotionally connected. So that their longevity with you isn't really based on how much they want to be with you. It's based on how long you allow this to go on. So you are the one who brought up potentially ending it. So yes, he can just abruptly cut it off because realistically he could have ended it ended ended it oh my god geez sorry i just stuttered so many times he could have ended it at any given time so when you're like hey like what's going on you're ignoring me do you just want to end this like do you not want to do this he's like yeah like that's that's fine because he could have let it go legitimately whenever you were ready he would have stuck around with you for a very long time and continue to do this for a very long time if you allowed it. So she goes on to then just saying like how, uh, you know, I, I can't stop thinking about him even though I know it's over. I know I won't ever get the closure and it's not worth me even trying to dissect if he liked me or not. But I am still thinking about him. I know he's not emotionally available, but I, you know, was emotionally invested. It also gives me a bit of anxiety to think that we stopped talking because he found another girl to hook up with, all these other things. And, and she's just really racking her brain around like, how could he go so quickly? Did he find another girl? All that kind of stuff. Listen, if he did find another girl, you should see that as nothing more than there's another guy for you. The one saying that has always stuck with me from Crystal, the dating coach that I interviewed a while back, was it's this or something better it's this or something better so think about with this guy it's this or it's something better and he has now shown you that it's not this it's not him he is not the one so what does it matter if he found another girl he's not your one so you can't be his one he has a one too so if he did find another girl, what does it matter? Because he is not for you, so he's just going to keep going on and finding who's for him. And that completely opens the space for you to find something better. It's this or something better. It's this or something better. And you don't deserve this. You deserve better. You don't deserve someone who's unsure of you. Why would you even want someone who's unsure of you? Look at, look at the situation right now. You have anxiety around it. Because you don't feel safe and secure with him. In this episode, I talk about feeling safe and feeling secure. I, I don't remember exactly the context, but I know I said it a little while back. I was saying that if you lower your standards and this and that, you're never going to feel safe and secure with someone. And that is what a relationship is all about. Feeling safe, secure, comfortable. If you're with the right person, if you're in a healthy, sustainable, legitimate relationship, you won't have feelings of anxiety around that person. Or around that relationship. Because you will feel secure in it. So if this guy has you feeling anxious. And overthinking. And romanticizing. And all of these things. Then it should just tell you right then and there. This is not a situation that you want. This is not anything that you should keep going. Because your peace. 
is a whole lot more important than this guy's attention and this guy's time. You owe it to yourself to be at peace. And this is anything but that. Girls, trust me when I say, if somebody wants to go, let them go. I know that you're asking, how do I stop thinking about him? I can't give you tangible things and tell you he's the worst and this and that. You might have had an amazing time with him. But for me, you want me to stop thinking about you. I just got to think about the fact that you don't want to be with me. Ew. You were fine dismissing yourself from my life. Ew. You don't see the value in staying with me. You don't want to commit to me. Ew. What am I going to sit here thinking about? Why don't you want to be with me? I'm not a loser. I know my value. I know my worth. I'm not sitting here thinking like, what did I do wrong that he doesn't want to be with me? Nothing. He's not my person. He's not for me. And I don't think that you're a loser either. So I don't think that, you you know, this is a long email. Obviously, I'm breaking it down. But you seem very smart and well articulated. And you just seem very aware, socially aware, self-aware. So you're a smart girl. You know what, what's going on. You're just doubting it a little bit. Don't dwell on the potential and the romanticizing of what coulda, shoulda, woulda been. That man doesn't want to be with you and that man let you go. And that is all you need to know to, you know, just get over it, I guess. And that is all we have for today. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 